Hello, and welcome to another episode of the You Are Not Alone podcast. I'm your co-host, Debbie Gold, and I'm here with my co-host and son, Greg. And we're so glad that you're here. Each week on this show, we will talk about issues that matter most to you. And it is our wish that you will find hope, encouragement, and a little bit of Jesus in every show. Again, we're so glad that you're here, and thanks for listening. Hello, hello. We are so glad that you're joining us today. Uh, Today, Greg and I are going to be talking about anxiety. And um, I think, Greg, I'd like to start with talking about what you and I feel when we feel anxious or when we feel anxiety going on in our world um, because Mm. our body will give off physical symptoms of that. Mm -hmm. So can you relate to that? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Anxiety can come in like many different ways, I think. Um, It can be like you're anxious around people or you're anxious around the environment or you're anxious about things you have to do or upcoming events. Um, It can be a lot of different things. And for me, I think it's really distracting because my mind is, you know, totally focused on something that's, you know, giving me anxiety and I should be focusing on something else. Like, um, let's say I'm in college because I was last semester and I have a meeting coming up at four o'clock and it's like one o'clock right now. I have like three hours until, you know, that meeting and I got to be ready for it. And then wait, I don't have three hours. I have two and a half because I got to get ready. Wait, that, that limits my time down. You see, like anxiety can just, you know, trim things down and you just start to overthink things and it can distract you from, you know, the actual point of the meeting. The meeting could be a positive thing and you're just nervous about it. So, um, another thing for me with anxiety is like trouble falling asleep sometimes. Um, I can overthink a lot too. Um, it really affects your sleep because you just start overthinking and, um, you think about a lot of things too, and it's just really hard to shut off at night too sometimes. So, mm-hmm. um, anxiety is a big factor there for me. So, yeah. And there's a lot going on in your head. Mm-hmm. It's hard to shut I, it off. Yeah. I have a yeah. lot going on. So <clears throat> it's hard to manage it. So. I know we've talked about that before. I, I feel it's so frustrating to me that people that as young as you, I mean, I think as we get older we <laughs> have families and we have children and we have, you know, retirement and, you know, jobs and there's so many things that we have to think about and process. And, and I see as adults, it's, you know, I would think more common, but I, I'm hearing more and more young adults talk about the it's problem stressful. they have. It's stressful. Life yeah. is stressful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot going on. Especially with like today too, like changing times too. So it's like mm-hmm. the yeah. perfect time for, I don't know, a crazy change of events. So. Yeah. Um, so, but I loved what you said. It's like environment. It's, uh, sometimes you get anxious around knowing you've got something coming up with a person that you've got to meet with. Yeah. If it's like an authority figure or something it's, like that. For you, that's that. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes so. I think for me, it's just, I'm not in the mood to be around people. And if I yeah. have to be, then I'm just, I get a like, little anxious oh, about it. on. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And you're dreading it. Not, yeah. Not dreading it, but just, yeah. Rather but, not be there. I'd rather have just my book and you know sit at my computer whatever. yeah and just be cozy yeah um so yeah anxiety is distracting um sometimes you can't focus um mm-hmm. i was thinking about a situation that happened with me recently and you were home so you finished your first year of college i mm-hmm. want to give you a shout out for that thank yay you, thank you everything thank is you. done yeah when you're down um, finally mm-hmm 
And then um, we had a landscaping guy coming. We had an air conditioning repair guy coming. Because um, our AC was out or something. Yeah, there, there were several things going on in one day. and <clears throat> That was one of the busiest days you and Dad have had in a long time. A long time. It just, everything hit. You guys hit. were just going, 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 it going was, to like 6 o'clock. Right. And we had a call with um, uh, community college for you to, to take a, a course over the summer, yeah, your, yeah. one of your math college courses. So that was another thing. It was just everything. I had to get but, groceries. We had no food. Chase was at school too. Just <laughs> a busy day. It was crazy. But I, I found myself kind of running back and forth, running right? around, racing. I, I didn't really have any focus. And I really had to stop and tell myself, okay, stop. <laughs> it's just one thing at a time. Yeah. I'm, I'm human. I can only do one thing. Just Let's get one, one thing cha- channeled and done and then or focus on one thing, get it done, and then I can move on to the next. Right, yeah. And for me to slow down and do that self-talk process it was helps, really helpful. It helps a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. So most of the time it's all mental. And if you just like tell yourself you can get through it, it can you know ease a bit. Um, my dad always says breathe, you know. Just yeah. calm down, take a deep breath. It'll be good if um, if you can't get it if you can't get out of it get into it. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, try to change your mindset too. That helps sometimes for me. Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't, but um, the breathing trick always helps for me if I'm really you know stressed out or I have something coming up and I'm really jittery for it. Like, oh my gosh, if I have um if I had a pre- or a presentation or project coming up, I'd start freaking out and. I didn't even know that I could freak out like that. Like my hands would start sweating in class. Like I remember it was, it wasn't, it wasn't last, Mm -hmm. it wasn't last semester. It was the semester before that. It was for my introduction to business class. And it was the first day of class. Um, We all sit down. It's like a 40 person class. It's like kind of like a, yeah, big college class where like the uh, the tables are kind of bent. So a bunch of, there's like multiple rows. Um, The teacher introduces himself and then he's like, all right, well, since this is a business course, y'all know y'all need to know how to give presentations and talk in front of people so everyone can come up front and introduce themselves where they went to high school, their hometown, their favorite sport, and one interesting thing about them. So, And as soon as he said that, my palms started to sweat like <laughs> crazy. I didn't even know why. The legs on my like the legs started to go up and stuff. And your hair on your legs. I started, yeah, I started sweating and stuff. and. I just, I was freaking out and I didn't even know. And Samuel, my buddy, was right next to me too. And he was nervous too. I could tell he starts tapping his leg and <laughs> he starts like just jittery. He's just moving in his desk. Like he can't get comfortable at all. Uh-huh. Um, um, so yeah, I, I could tell the entire class was anxious too. Yeah. But once I got up there, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. I said my stuff and then I got down and then the anxiety went away. So mm-hmm. it's crazy how that works when yeah. you have, you have to do something that you don't want. Um, and it's in front of people too. And you, you know, your thoughts are thinking, everybody's judging me. Everybody's judging me. So you start to freak out. Yeah. And that's such a good point. Um, we, we want to, uh, curl up into a ball and run away. Well, no, we want to assume that people are, you know, thinking, thinking the worst. You always think the worst. Yeah. People always think the worst. So why can't we say, oh, they're going to love what I have to say. They're going to find this interesting. They're going to learn something new about me. Stay focused on that positive. They can't wait to hear what I have to say. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too about that is knowing that everyone's probably as nervous as you are. Yeah. Honestly, like put yourself (laughs) in other people's shoes and, you know, Rebecca doesn't want to go, you know, James doesn't want to go and Mm -hmm. Greg certainly doesn't want to go. So. (laughs) But the teacher is the only one that wants to see people go because he the teacher have to. <laughs> wants to crash and burn. Yeah. 
Um, or, I mean, he does that every single day, so the teacher's over it. Yeah, they're used to being up there. Yeah. And they're, they're the authority figure, too, so it's just a different position. Per, yeah, perspective. You know, y'all are young kids, and mm-hmm. I'm an authority figure. So yeah. It can it can change a lot of the um, the mindset. Sure, so. absolutely. There's mm-hmm. a lot of factors that play into all this. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think some of the things that help me with um, prioritizing is trying to plan you just plan. Yeah. You know, what's my priorities for today? Because if I don't plan, then I'm going to end up in a situation where I'm going to be lost, lost, but also having a something due and I'm not prepared to have it. Right. I don't have it ready. Yeah. Like right now I'm sitting in the little office that mom works in and on her computer, there is a list of, <laughs> no, there's multiple lists. Okay, let me correct myself. There's multiple lists. Blue, yellow, white, green. Color-coded. Um, yeah, color-coded. There's, you know, red pens, yellow pens, highlighters, pencils, staplers. She is organized and ready to go, people. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, she's, like, never laid on bills and stuff because she's organized, and she has a system that works for her. I have a really high credit High credit score. Yes. Very good, yeah. <laughs> um, because, you know, you have to be organized to be able to manage all that stuff because she manages a lot of stuff. Um, and I've kind of found that out through college, too. It's like high school, you could you could, you could could make it without really being that organized because everything was kind of spoon-fed to you. You know, like, here's your assignment, this and this and this. But college, you kind of have to have a system in place to kind of organize yourself better so you don't freak out. When there's a five-page essay due at, you know, midnight on a Monday night. Because <laughs> some of my buddies have called me before just absolutely freaking out. Because, they you know, they had no idea an assignment was due. So, Or they have yeah. no idea that there's a test tomorrow. So, um, And then the panic attack sets in. And then right. they can't think because well, they're yeah. Yeah, worried, you know. It's That's like, the worst when you procrastinate. Yes. And then you're trying to just cram stuff in, but you can't because you're nervous for, mm-hmm. you know, the next 12 hours until you get that test over with. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just say procrastination equals anxiety. Yeah, that, literally. That's just, you know. It's a, it's a mess waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. So. It's never good. I used to do that so much, too. I used to be the master procrastinator. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you definitely have come a long way. And I think we all just kind of struggle with it anyway Yeah, to some degree. It's so easy to just put it off and be lazy. Yeah. So. But we, some, at some point, we have to get to the... Or some, some, you know, some point we have to get to the point where we say, "All right, enough. this is not worth it." <laughs> yeah, it's like, I need to get. Stuff I know done. what's going to happen if I do this. Yeah, it's like I need to get this done, or not. no fun. Yeah. So, think about the future too, when you're, you know, putting stuff off. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, I wanted to go ahead and talk a little bit about. Thought this would be a good opportunity to. To say, you know, what does the Bible say about anxiety, and and maybe take a look at, um, you know, I look at the Bible as a, uh, it's a way of living my life, like a guide. It's my guide. Mm-hmm. Like I like that. That is how I. It's your survival guide. It's <laughs> how I want to live my life. Yeah. And, um, anyway, it's it's important, and I and I. Also, just want to share here, since I'm going to be talking about, you know, looking into the Bible for answers to anxiety and all that, that um, God just wants you to come to him 
the way you are. He's not looking for someone that's perfect because you're never going to be. Um, I remember when I first started my walk with Christ, I was so broken and, um, you know, he took me in and wrapped his arms around me and has taken me to where I am today, which is just an amazing miracle. And, um, so I don't think it's never, there's never a point where you can say, I'm not ready to do this or I'm not, I'm not good enough to, to, um, start a relationship with Jesus. You got to trust God. That's a, that's a one thing that you've really got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was struggling, whenever, you know, other people are struggling, um, call out to God and just, you know, let him know what you're thinking. Let him know your struggles. Um, because reaching out to him is like, you know, one of the best ways that you can, you know, find answers and really, you know, get the best way of the gospel out of it. Um, and reaching out and just understanding the Bible too, and, you know, going to the Bible for guidance, it's really helpful because there's a lot of quotes that can, you know, directly relate to how you're feeling or what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and like one Bible verse that has always stuck with me is Isaiah forty one ten, which is, you know, do not be afraid for I am with you. Um, and that is just super powerful because, you know, it gives me comfort knowing that he's always there. Um, especially, you know, in scary moments or when I have, you know, anxiety or mm-hmm. in just times of doubt. So yeah, I know, trust God. So. I know you've talked to me about, you know, you're in your dorm at night and you'll just pull out the Bible mm-hmm. yeah. and start reading. And, and maybe that's something you can also do when you can't sleep at night. You yeah, know? Exactly. I mean, if you're going to lay there and toss and turn, which is what I do, I should, you know, Might do as well the same get thing, something out of it. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> But I do, I do pray and ask the Lord to just help me close my eyes and go to sleep. No, that's helpful too. Yeah. Yeah. But one of my, uh, kind of relating back to what I was talking about as the, um, the Bible is our guide, but Psalm, uh, 119, 105, I'm sorry, chapter 119, verse 105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So I really, um, hope you just kind of embrace that and, yeah, he has a light path for you, basically. Yes. If you take the the word and use it, memor- you know, memorize it, learn it, know it. And practice it. Can be, it it can be, yes, practice it. It can be the... Um, the lamp to your life. The, the light, light to your path. The light to your path, yeah. Mm-hmm. Better said. But I wanted to share today some tools, you know, because I don't know where all you are in your walk with Christ. If you're, you're a new Christian, you're, you've been doing this for a while because your family takes you there, or... Think you know is religious and goes to church religiously goes to church, um, or if you've never really thought about God and having a relationship with Him and learning what that means, um, I have a couple of Bible apps or a couple of apps I use when I study the Bible and I do my Bible studies or I read the Bible. And the first one is um, it's called the Holy Bible app. And it looks actually like a Bible. I'm just showing it to you, Greg, here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it looks like a little Bible. And it's called Holy Bible. And if you click on that. That has like the MIB version and stuff like you that. You can pick any version you want. And if you don't know, there's there's just different versions There's of the Bible. It's King James. There's the New Living Translation. There's the New International Version. And there's several others. Um, but what are some other ones? Um, well, those are some of the the more popular ones. The King James I already said that. There's the Amplified Bible. Oh no, like the uh, the other apps. Oh, oh well, I just want to talk. Yeah, I want to talk about this one a little bit. Okay. Because this app actually has the whole Bible in it, so Old Testament, New Testament. Mm-hmm. But it also, what I love about this, it has plans. And so, if you want to um, 
do a search, you can say find plans and you can find a plan that talks about love, talks about anxiety, it talks about healing, oh, wow. talks about anger. I didn't know that. That's hope, cool. Depression, fear, stress, all these different things. And, it just, uh, and then you like, can pick a plan. And it like directly correlates with it mm-hmm. and just gives verses for that. Yeah. That's and really cool. So I've, I have a anxiety app that I had um, actually looked at oh, some time ago. But it's this is only a five-day, and it has a devotional, which, you know, that's where you kind of just share, um, you know, spend a little time with the Lord, do your reading, you know, do all that. And um, you spend your time praying. That's your kind of your devotional time. But it just... Like just, I'll just read a couple little paragraphs of this. Um, it says, "Can you imagine going on an entire day without worrying? Going an entire day without worrying? It can be so easy to allow ourselves to get caught up in our thoughts and anxiety, right, Greg? Mm. <laughs> we tend to dwell on these thoughts and emotions, and we let them take hold of our mind space. So anyway, that's how that one starts. So it really gets you kind of processing and thinking, and gives you some information. Gives you some insight to." What you're feeling or why you're feeling it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's cool. And then there's a, a scripture that will go with it for that day. And, and this particular one is Philippians, which is really popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philippians 4. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he's done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Jesus Christ. There you go, yeah. So, a verse that directly correlates to anxiety, right? So that's pretty cool. And I had no idea that that could do that. Yeah, so. it's neat. And then um, it's it's kind of funny. Um, you'll find that you get on some of these days, and I do this in my own Bible studies where I'm doing you know my own study for myself, or if I'm in a group study, um, it's like, oh my god, this is speaking right to me today. This is crazy. So yeah, yeah. some days it's so relatable, mm-hmm. like some of the verses that you see. Yeah. Like I'm on Instagram sometimes and I see like a Bible verse that, you know, maybe I'm like super exhausted that day and I just don't want to go to class or something. And it just, it just, it really inspires me and it just motivates me. So Mm -hmm. some quotes that are, you know, really relatable on certain days and tough days, it just gives you a little bit of light or at the end of the tunnel, I guess. Yeah. And, And like these, these are not, they don't take a lot of time. I know we're all busy, but it just gives you a chance to reflect and to think mm-hmm. and to see how this could be applicable in your life and what you could do differently to um, ease some of your discomfort and whatever you're going through. So that would be my first recommendation. Again, it's called Bible Study App. And then um, there's one more, again, that I really love. And it's called, um, Storm, I'm trying to pull it up here. It's called Enduring Words. And that is right here. And Enduring Enduring, E-N-D-U-R-I-N-G, Enduring Words, is a commentary. And what a commentary is, it it kind of breaks down the meaning of things. So I know when I first started like reading the Bible and getting into all of that, it was like, oh, what does that even mean, what I just read in the Bible? that did, It was hard to comprehend it. Mm-hmm. And this will help you break down any scripture that you want to mm. break down and, and understand fully more what it means. Okay. So... Um, again, enduring words would be another uh, compliment to go with the Holy Bible app. Yeah, I know. When I was like a little kid and I'd have to, you know, like recite Bible verses for like, you know, a little Christian camp or something. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd have to recite verses that I had no idea about 
anything what they were talking about yeah. and so like apps like that would have been super helpful back then for you know my young eyes so, right because you know sometimes the bible uses you know a lot bigger words or older you know verses older words or mm-hmm. they say th- say things in ways that don't we don't speak today yeah but yes if you don't understand something you can't apply it in your life mm-hmm. so i think that's a good no, that's application. To, they, those two would go really good together. Yeah, especially yeah, I did. Especially if you have questions about like what the verse even means. Because like when I was a kid reciting those Bible verses, I wanted to know what they mean, or I wanted to know what they meant, but I couldn't under really couldn't really understand it. So mm-hmm. it was kind of tough. And then I'd have to ask my Bible teacher, and then he'd have to go into a fifteen minute long discussion. And <laughs> yeah, so apps like that make life a lot easier. So. Anyway, um, I think that's all I have for today. Is there anything that you wanted to add? I think you covered everything pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. So lots of tools for you, you know, to plan better. Don't overload your schedule. Don't procrastinate. Take one thing at a time. One thing at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Try to plan ahead. All those things. Plan better. That's what my dad actually said when I was calling him. I was overwhelmed. It was like when my grades were terrible. And... He was, I was like, dad, what do I do? Like, I have so much stuff on my plate. I have so much work to get done. What do I do? And he's like, relax, son. Just one step at a time. Mm -hmm. So, and exactly that. I just focused on one subject. I got that, you know, that missing thing out of the one subject out. Then I focused on the next subject. And it was so much easier than just clustering, you know, 20 different assignments from, you know, four different classes. Mm -hmm. So one step at a time. Yep, for sure. And then don't forget about Jesus. He's always got something good to give you and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> let your process. But go to Jesus. Come as you are. He wants you any way you are. And, um, yeah, I hope you start uh, digging into that a little bit more yeah. or a little, you know, either start or dig in more. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Um, I think that's all we have for today. Okay. Well, call it a wrap and I think so thank you Jesus for this episode and remember you, you are, are not, not alone. alone all right thanks